Good morning, everybody, and thank you for joining us. My name is Jason Economou, and I'm the Government Affairs Director for the Realtors Association of Maui. And today I am joined by Jason Schwartz. He is a candidate for Maui County Council for the Kahului Residency District seat. That is a mouthful. Uh, Jason, would you like to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. Uh, my name is Jason Schwartz. On the ballot, you'll see Jason Jack Schwartz. My given name is Jack, but I've been Jason Schwartz for 50 years, which is a lot of years. Um, I am uh, not from Maui. I'm from New York, from Brooklyn, New York. And I was in California in 1988, I came to Maui. And I've been here a long time. And I came as a solar energy broker on the mainland, came here, knew all about renewable energy, just as it was quote, in its relative infancy, although the government already had taken away the tax credits on solar water heating, I was a large advocate in Southern California, came here, got involved and saw that things were sort of fixed the way they were, and there was a little block. I got involved with the Integrated Resource Planning Board at Maui Electric. I uh, talked to the utility company, talked to the hotels, was trying to bring large renewable energy project here to Maui. Obviously, it's taken a long time, and you won't see my name on the credits, but I've been there as an advocate a long time into sustainability, renewable. I was the Green Party candidate for council and then mayor in 1992, 94, 96. And I thought, you know, being green, they think I'm radical. I'm not radical. I started doing interviews. And for the last 14 elections, I've been interviewing candidates, and I've been in your seat mostly but i bring up all my ideas and i bring people onto my show about positive ideas and i hope that the people that are on with me that are politicians listen and progress on some of these things but somehow it's as if the media is a separate and isolated thing and when they go back to their thing off camera they don't remember and everything's quite different so uh, over the years a lot of people told me we like you. We like what you say. We like what you do. We like who you are. You should run. And I really didn't think it was. A, but now as I'm starting to get a little older, I thought, you know what? I'm going to wait till 100 and then run. I think now's the right time, especially when I'm green and there's a guy with signs everywhere that says green. So when you see green, think Schwartz and then vote Schwartz. If you see Schwartz on the ballot, you can vote for him no matter where you live in Maui County. I um, had a, I was a refugee from your business. I was a mortgage uh, guy in the 90s, and I also did real estate. I did it in the 2000s as well. But um, my passion has been doing interviews with people and sharing good people, good ideas, good things for Maui. In 1991, I started the now, the now people say, oh, yeah, I've heard of that. Maui Arts and Music Association, MAMA to promote art, music, and culture, educate people about environmental solutions, create a model of self-sustainability here. Whether it's tourism industry or local, that's my thing. And I'm still on that, but I'm not, I, what's the, I'm not blind to financial responsibility and things having to make economic sense. So I think I'm a good choice for this seat. Excellent. Um, you know, as as you probably know from from your past experience that you mentioned, the Realtors Association is 
the largest trade association in Maui County. Uh, currently, we represent roughly 2,000 realtor members and over 100 different affiliate companies. By extension, we also represent the interests of their employees and their families. Uh, sure. Why should the RAM community support you? Well, I want to say the RAM community should support me because there's nothing that you might want that I would see myself opposed to. I mean, a lot of things come down to what makes right and good sense. I can do that. And I've been doing that and showing myself over time. And I'm hoping people will look at these websites and look at some of the shows and listen to me talking. I even did interviews this year with other candidates. I call it candid dates. And we don't spend three minutes or we spend an hour of time talking so you can really get to know who someone is and sharing ideas. And that's the reason to to think that I'm a good choice, because I'm open to hearing and listening. I've even interviewed people that are running against me because I'm not running against anything. I'm running to be better and be a leader to, to be able to do things. That's the reason I think that people in RAM and their affiliates should think of me. And just for those who are only listening to the audio of this, uh, you mentioned your website. You have your website on a, on a poster behind you. Can you just say your website out loud so people can can go there and visit if they want? Well, you know, my original website name that I got in 1993, how's that for a while ago, was Dream Maui and DreamMaui.com. I thought to use it now because it's easy to say. And for those that are into uh, fun of the name Schwartz, May the Schwartz be with you, dot us, which gets you to the same place. <laughs> That's out of I'm so happy that you brought up that Spaceballs reference because I've been thinking about it and I didn't want to be offensive to you. Um, but I, I love Spaceballs. So it's well, a, it's a you know, movie. what I thought was so meaningful about that movie was, may the Schwartz be with you. Don't underestimate the power of the Schwartz. Now, I understand that Power comes from having the support of people. You know, when I want to make positive change, I want to have the support of people so I'm not like I was years ago. They think I'm radical because I'm interested in the environment in a way they don't know. And that to me is the most important is having people with you so that when you stand up as a general and say, let's charge, there's actually someone there with you and recognizing that you're doing is for them. That to me is real important. Now, Jason, one of the, the major issues that Maui County has been facing for quite some time now is a housing deficit. There is a shortage of housing, specifically affordable housing. And this goes for uh, affordable for sale housing as well as affordable rentals. Uh, what I would like to, to know from you is, you know, as a candidate, what are your thoughts uh, on the causes of the housing crisis? And then what are some policies that you would pursue to, to change things up and, and to meet the needs of our people? Okay. The, the cause of the housing crisis, not building enough houses. How's that? Well, you know, again, the long picture. I've been hearing them talk about we don't have enough housing and we got to build housing and the state's going to do housing for 25, 30 years, and this is not a new issue. And because we have a two-year cycle of uh, people in office, 
Some of these ideas are bigger than a two-year cycle. And we don't have, haven't had continuity to push the building of the housing. Also, if you're a builder and you're wanting to build, why would you want to build affordable when you could build something and make a lot more money? So it might be important to match up that when a developer wants to come, they, they used to do it when they were building hotels, that the workforce housing had to be built by the hotel as well as the hotel. It was important to build housing. So I think it's very important to create programs side by side. I also think that uh, tax incentives can be created to give present homeowners that have short-term rentals a reason or reasons to do them long-term. It's difficult. I mean, I know that in real estate, when you buy a property and you have a mortgage payment, you base your rentals based on your expenses. And as things are going up, it's created these super high rents. So there are lots of things. In some places, they have rent control. In other places, they have, if you will, vouchers that give a step up to local people to do that. Also, a new definition of affordable. We see that really affordable for, for the workforce is nowhere near the affordable uh, housing prices. I know that in the loan business, we used to laugh when we saw the limits on loans because they were so low compared to what we needed in Hawaii. But I think it's really a met of doing a lot of things. And you've heard a lot of people talking about the Waikapu development, um, the one that's going to be 1,500 homes, and, and they're going to build 500 affordable affordable by to maybe some in Maui, but not not all. So we need things like that, which took a long time. That's that's a decade of work before we're beginning to do construction. So being able to fast track plans. Also, for example, in inner city, use Kalalui as an example. Years ago, it was Dream City. It was the epitome of what housing was being on Maui. Many of those properties, um, have the ability to build a second unit or even multiple units on the same space. If there was a preferred loan program, and that program could also have in it, um, I wanna say equity sharing partners, not the homeowner necessarily, but others that over time would participate in the ownership. And then over time, they can release their ownership to the, the person in the property. And now that person has rentals to be able to offset some of their own obvious costs. And it would create, I think, a much better thing. Of course, the only other thing that comes to mind all the time is parking. So we know that it's kind of a byproduct until we somehow have some kind of transportation system, maybe never, that's really adequate to cover this kind of a landscape. We, those kind of things almost have to be built in when you create the infrastructure. You know, it's hard to to add onto something once it's already existing. A uh, great example of that is the west side. Yeah, you know, it's like when you build, you only have this much area to build and your building has to be in that area. It's like, oh boy, starting to look like uh, the east side drive of New York. And um Anyway, I hope that gives you some idea what I do. It takes all of the above. 
Yeah, I, I would love to to sit down another time and talk more about that idea for preferred loans and, and equity sharing partners. I think that's a really clever idea. Um, it, it's it's a lot of moving parts, but I, I think it, it could be it could be something pretty interesting. Yeah. Imagine you were a landowner, and uh, let's I don't want to name names, but we can name them. Let's say you're you're a Mahi Pono, another large landowner, and the construction is going to often go to Goodfellow for the moving of the land. Then it goes to a certain number. Of, what if they all became partners in the deal? And mm. they, who have very deep pockets and will be getting those jobs likely anyway, could be partners so that the people coming in at whatever level of affordable they are, if they're qualified in, in ways of paying, and can suddenly be into properties that could never otherwise be even thought of as a place they could be because of the prices. I think that would be another really important program to try. It isn't new. That's the other thing. We we look around the world to other things. Some of those models work. <laughs> but I'm talking from listening to things and talking to people over decades. And why is it not happening? Because who's in office is more worried about the alligators that are nipping at their feet. All these problems that don't get handled that now accumulate. I think that's really the biggest thing. They need, they need more over-the-horizon thinking. So, you know, they've got lots of activity, but someone to step back and really be a long-term planner, a long-term integrated planning advisor about the direction of what's going on in the county, how to create more jobs, how to spruce up. I guess I'm not answering your question. I'm going off on a different tangent. Art and music and the culture of these islands need to promote it around the world. Can help tourism, can get dollars here through selling of things before people even arrive here, or maybe they never arrive here. But some of those dollars can help develop things here for our self-sustainability model to the world. Wouldn't you like to come here on a visit and see solutions that you can go back home and say, wow, that was awesome, we can do that. These guys in the middle of nowhere have it all worked out. What about here where we live? That to me is why tourism and Maui can work together to help local people. No one would have thought that tourism could be that directly involved. Some do, I have. I, that's a that's a good segue to to my next question. So one of the other major issues that we're seeing this election cycle is the concern over over tourism, our our high dependence on tourism uh, as far as a, an economic generator for Maui County. Now, one of the big uh, keys that people want to see is economic diversification moving forward. What policies would you hope to pursue as a council member to help promote economic diversification? And what does that look like to you, economic diversification? Well, I hear this talk about over-tourism, and uh, it was never formalized until they put numbers on it and said, we got so many our islands carrying, you've heard that word, carrying capacity. That means you have so much area, and if you put any more on it, it's going to sink. Or Okay, so we'll look away from that. The way to develop local things is to uh, create an environment where someone coming from non-local has something preventing them from coming and gobbling us up here. 
I don't know if there's much incentive needed for people here to want to start their own business. It's people that have big resources. It's your Chickafill or Sonic, or they have all these people coming here and coming into Maui and doing their thing, but they have lots of deep pockets. So when things go up or down or they're starting, people from other places have other resources. The local people don't. So maybe by having a local additional lending source to support small businesses might be a really, it's probably going on now and I just don't know. A lot of things I like to look at when we have to look at it. There's so many issues. So I might not have, how do you diversify economy? We, well, what you do is you know we need services to serve the people. We know that if you put up another hotel, well, if we stop building out and we start creating better quality in what we deliver here, we already see high prices in hotels. So a little bit more price in a hotel, I don't think is killing demand too much. We have extra... It's extremely extraordinary to me that when you're going for a hotel and it's $1,400 a night, $800 a night, crazy. So, and I think that our local economy will grow, but we don't, what we need to do is have a way to be able to have people make enough money to be able to survive here. And so what that's going to take is using some of these technical skills like when I talk about art and music, the ability to do production here is real, but it has to be hooked into some kind of distribution chain so that we don't feel like we're this little isolated island and all our marketing is limited to this sphere. It's a change in the mindset of the people that are growing up. And I think the internet is doing that. You know, I mean, when we realize that so many companies have so many employees that don't physically stay at the company, I think we're going to see an ability to diversify our economy in this age that we're in. But we, I, I, like I said, I think that the, the diversification of the economy can happen naturally. We just have to have um, some way to, to have those people that are being diversified have a market that's larger than just Maui. Um, and for retail businesses and such, like I said, by discouraging some of the people that aren't from here by creating additional taxes or requirements that make it more difficult will make it better for the people here who are trying to do it here. Again, I don't want to say about eliminating business requirements by law. Those take a real careful look at what we're eliminating. But making it easier for local people and making it more challenging for someone to come in and take our resources. Same with housing. You know, it's like affordable housing and people find a way to get that affordable housing and they live in Pittsburgh, you know, or in senior housing. People sign up for to be on a list for senior housing. They go back to the main until their number comes up. Then they come here to retire in Hawaii in the senior housing that we thought were for people that were here. Got to fix those things i agree there there's always going to be people that try and cheat the system so we got to try and make it uncheatable or less cheatable right. uh, <laughs> now now you've been very generous with your time i want to i want to close up here with a few just sort of quick questions 
get to know you type stuff. Um, you know, for our, our realtor community, are, are you a homeowner? No. No. Have you well, ever I can tell I, <laughs> when I had a lot of money, I was buying properties on the mainland. And here in Maui, I really didn't think too much about it because I was just living my life doing shows and wasn't really worried about the long term. My long term was going to be all these houses where their incremental rent increases over time would create my retirement plan. And then I'd have more freedom. But anyway, that's my reason. All right. All right. Um, what kind of music do you listen to? <laughs> uh, rock, country, mm, classical some, um, jazz some, but mostly um, rock and country. Country is really rock now. It's yeah. uh, Classic country has slid away. And I listen to Jackson Brown and I listen to the Eagles. No one would have thought them country before, but now you find them on the country music station. So country expanded. Yeah. That's a broad definition of country. Okay. Um, what is one book that you would recommend? Ooh. Now this may be a funny one. There's a there's a spelling G-A-V, like Victor, I-O-T-A-S, Gaviotas. A Village to Reinvent the World. In 1995, I read this book, and it was about a community in Colombia, South America, right next to the Sandinistas and all the guerrilla military. They took a barren wasteland and turned it into a fully biodiverse rainforest. And those guys have created self-sustainability in the middle of nowhere, and lots come from that. In fact, on the website, you'll see I have a link to the show where I interviewed these guys way back when. That book, Gaviotas, is mind-expanding mind to realize that we can reinvent Hawaii, by example, and change our whole climate. And you saw it happen in uh, Lanai, where they started planting uh, pine trees, and it created a windbreak and all those kind of things. Imagine if we were to take barren wasteland and where they cut down a koa forest get a local forest growing on again here and more. So there's lots that can be done and that's a great book. Uh, and if I would pick a second book, um, I don't know, there's lots of books, but. Well, I, I'm, my second, my follow-up question to that is kind of a weird one, which is what is a book that you love, but you wouldn't necessarily recommend to people? Kind of like a, a guilty pleasure type book. Oh. I don't know if I have a guilty pleasure book. Let me think. Well, that means I go back to it and go there for some guilty pleasure. I don't really know. Yeah, it's a tough question. So, no, so it's, it's example, I, I love this book called Lost Horizon. Um, and, it, and it's a, about, you know, these folks who get uh, hijacked in a plane and they end up in Shangri-La. And quite frankly, it's it's a a decent book but it's not a great book and it's like one of those books that i love reading um but i wouldn't recommend it to to somebody necessarily another book like that for me is siddhartha i love the book siddhartha but looking back on it is kind of um a little bit cringy uh in in some ways looking through our current lens of things so so those are my two books that i love well, that i wouldn't recommend. and what's happened as 
1990, whenever, when they started the internet, I really, because my eyes don't see small print that well, I pretty well find my reading um, not in physical books mm. quite as much. Not that it matters. I have a great bookshelf. People always look through and go, wow, you have that? You have that? But um, just nothing comes to mind. I wish I could tell you that something comes to mind. If you ask me what movies I like, Lots All right, give us, give us one movie that you love. Just one. Well, I uh, you go to Spaceballs. Such a good farce. I really <laughs> so agree. good. There was a movie long ago called Runaway Train with uh, Rebecca DeMarnay uh, and Eric Roberts and John Voight, where he escapes from maximum security prison. And his whole outlook and that whole movie, really just intense, really good movie long ago. Um, there are so many movies all the time. I enjoy the fact that we're in like movie heaven now. Netflix yeah. and Amazon. We're, you know, if you have nothing to do, you can fill it up with a movie. There are so many products out there. <laughs> and and Jason, I just got to say, it's been a pleasure chatting with you this morning. Um, I, I really wish you the, the best of luck in your race. Uh, I think I, I got to check out some more of your interviews that, that you've done with the candidates. Um, but, but thank you for your time. And sure. I just want to give you the, the last word, you know, any last comments you want to make to our, our realtor members or, or anybody listening before we leave? Well, the only thing I hope is that you will look at the candidates in the race and really look. And I think that you can come to the same decision. I am, I'm a good choice. And, um, I think that I can add to the quality of life of RAM members and their families and the affiliates. And that I think on my feet and can put things together in a way that others don't often think. That's why I created my show called The Neutral Zone. It's anything but neutral, but I don't carry a sword. I'm not interested in defeating someone. I'm finding something that can work together for all of us. And I think I can add a lot to what's going on in the council to heal some of those distances that seem to appear. Excellent. Thank you so much, Jason Schwartz, candidate for County Council. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Aloha.